It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Braves reporter, Mark Bowman. And, Mark, the Braves continue to plug along here at spring training. A couple of weeks to go until we hit opening day. It comes up so quickly. So, a couple of things I wanted to touch on. Let's start with Frenchie. Jeff Francoeur, obviously, he's in a situation where it's a tough battle for a roster spot. Uh, so far, how has he looked in spring, and has he helped his cause at all so far? You know what they they, they are trying to, uh, you know, look, look at all their different options to see how he might fit on this roster. And I'm actually, I uh, wrote a story here. Well, this is uh, here after he played center field uh, against the Cardinals uh, earlier this week. Uh, he he's only started or played seven games in center field his whole career and starts made three starts out there, but. They really, when they signed him, you looked at it and you said, okay, it's a nice story. Uh, yes, they need a right-handed bat. They could use a right-handed hitter. But where does this guy fit? Because they already have, they got two left-handed center fielders, an Ender and Ciarte and Michael Bourne. You've got, you already signed uh, Emilio Bonifacio with the thought that on those days when you wanted to sit Infante against a tough lefty, he's going to be the guy playing center. In the left field, Hector Oliveira, since they've signed, and Hector Oliveira has uh, eased some concerns about you know his ability to adjust to left and also hit. He, you know, he's hit so consistently here. We haven't seen the power that, that maybe uh, will come eventually. We'll see. We still just don't know what kind of player Oliveira is. But if he continues to play like he has down here, you, you look at him and say, this guy's an everyday player. So, you know, where's the playing time there? Uh, in left field or as a backup, um, if because you're already you're canceling out, you got a right hander right there with with Frank Core, um with Oliveira, and then you got two left-handed uh, center fielders. So, in order for Jeff to make this team, they're going to have to offer their plans either with Michael Bourne or uh, Bonifacio. Now, maybe they'll try to trade either of them. Um, they're already probably they're going to have to. Uh, you know, we've known for a few months they're either going to have to trade Nick Swisher with the hope that he will take at least a portion of that $15 million salary, or you know they may have to release him. I don't see them releasing both Bourne and Swisher, but maybe they'll look to see if they can, can move him to uh, create a spot for Jeff because, like I said, he, he does provide that right-handed bat that they need. You've got Marcakis, a uh, left-handed hitter out there in the outfield, or you got Bourne and then Ciarte, so... And throughout the lineup with Freddie Freeman and when AJ Kaczynski's in there, it's a left-handed heavy, hitting, left-handed heavy lineup. So uh, adding a right-handed bat would be good. I just don't know exactly where he fits in, and if he is going to fit, they're going to have to make it a change or two. You mentioned Oliveira and how how he's played well, and you look at the numbers and hitting 429 through Wednesday's action, uh, three doubles. Uh, he's looked real good at the play. What's the biggest difference between him this year and maybe him last year after he came over to the Braves? 
you know, I look, you, you know, comfort doesn't give you everything. You know, look, you, you've got to be good. You, you've got to make the mechanical changes, which he's done. Maybe, you know, he, he's, he does not have the perfect swing yet. You know, you still see some, some hitches there, but, but so, you know, you can say that about everyone. You can dissect everyone's swing. So we just don't see as many uh, glaring mechanical uh, flaws in that swing as we did last year. So, so that's, you know, he's improved there. Uh, you can just see that this guy's smiling more. He's laughing. He's more comfortable. None of us can ever understand what these guys go through when they, when they leave Cuba and come to the United States. It's, you know, not only are you leaving your family and everything you've ever known behind, um, you're also entering a culture that is completely different than anything you've ever uh, been a part of. You know, the major league scene is different than anything you've seen, even though you, you know, not only just from a competitive level, just, just the, the lifestyle is different. I, and he was thrust into that. Uh, he also had to play for two different organizations last year. He spent most of the summer dealing with a hamstring injury. I, here's a guy that, uh, you know, he's just more comfortable this year. And I, and I think that is, has helped him, uh, you know, just, just kind of make an adjustment here to, to life as a big leaguer. He, he looks like he's uh, laughing with his teammates and smiling. He, last year you just saw a guy whose eyes were big and he, he just didn't, he was thrust into a situation that, that, you know, hey, look, when the team trades for trades their top prospect for you, you're going to have to. Uh, there's going to be a lot of expectations on you. So when the Braves trade Jose Peraza and Alex Woods for this guy, Braves fans obviously you know, expected the world from him. You weren't going to get the world from him immediately, but uh, at the same time, you know, when the guy's 30, 31 years old, you're uh, you're also not the your patience level isn't isn't the same as it would be with a young prospect. Freddie Gonzalez has come out and, and talked about the bullpen, obviously, uh, Mark, and said that, you know, there may not be a set closer on this team. Obviously, they're hoping to have Jason Grilly back in pitching around opening day. But even if that's the case, it may be a, a matchup situation or bringing guys in early. We've seen that backfire for some teams in the past. Um, it doesn't fit for everyone. But if you don't have that clear-cut guy like a Craig Kimbrell like the Braves used to have, maybe it is the option. Do you see it being a situation that can work for the Braves in 2016? No, I don't. I would not go that route. I, I think that you've got to, you know, make up your mind, especially when you've got to you know, look. Either Jason Grilly is healthy enough to be the closer, uh, or he's not. And if he is not, then Rodas Diano showed you that he could handle the role. One of the two of them has to be in there at the beginning of the year, and you have to stick with it. And you know, I I've, I heard Freddie say yesterday that you know you can play the numbers if if he got right-handed matchups like better here, but all three of his closers are right-handed. So what he was talking about is actually, you know, if he thought that uh, you needed a ground ball, maybe in some situations you bring Jim Johnson in. If you a power guy, you bring in this guy. You know, this I, I, you're going to find yourself second-guessing yourself, setting yourself up to be second-guessed far too often in that situation. So I, you know, my thinking on that is you've got to go into the season knowing who your closer is. And, and I really think that, that uh, Freddie may be saying this right now because he's not ready to, to make a decision. He won't know until he sees Jason really pitched uh, here. You know, he's making his debut this week. Uh, you know, we saw him in a sim game last week. He was rusty, looked a little bit better in a, in a sim game that he threw earlier this week. Um, you know, hey, look, he's got time. And he may get there, but but right now I just don't think they're ready to make a decision. I think that's why Freddie's kind of kind of talking in an open mind, 
uh, mindset right now because I just don't think he's ready to make a decision. There's been uh, plenty of talk, obviously, around all the youngsters in this Braves organization, and, and a lot of them a lot of them are up in with the big league camp and started the year with the big league camp as far as the spring goes. But uh, Swanson and Albies are obviously the two guys up the middle, shortstop and second base. They're both in the top three prospects for the team. But it seems like Malik Smith has also really stood out. Can you talk about what you've seen from Malik Smith, the speedy outfielder? And I know he's a guy that comes in with a little bit of a swagger and a lot of confidence. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I think that you see that Albies and Swanson have a ceiling. That, 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 you know, you, you, their ceiling is much higher. Uh, but Malik Smith is much closer to the big league. They, and they just be a, uh, a couple months away. I, I see a guy, when I compare him to last year, he's much uh, more of a raw talent. Who You, you, you watched him out in the outfield. And his routes weren't nearly as crisp as they are this year. Uh, at the plate this year, you know, he, he's run into a couple balls. He had a, two triples there as in the first inning, there, uh, I think that was his first game or second game, and then uh, and then he's he's had another triple here and there. Right? But the one thing that stands out to me is, you know, you're, you're going to get some some defensive help to get those triples, some wind. A speed guy like that, you want to see him put the ball in play consistently. And, and I think the strikeout numbers that we've seen from Malik just provide further indication he needs a little bit more time. Uh, at the minor league level, but but he is very close, and at the same time, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that you can see he can bring energy to a club right away once he gets there. He's very likable. Uh, he plays the game, uh, you know, and, I, and with with a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm. You know, once he gets in that lineup, the fans are going to love him. Um, he's going to be an exciting guy. I'm not going to call him Billy Hamilton because he's probably not. He doesn't have to have Billy Hamilton speed, but it's not too far off. And, and, and what he does has that Billy Hamilton doesn't have is some shoulders, which allows him to provide a little bit more pop with that back. One more thing I wanted to ask you about, Mark, is I know Chipper Jones is at camp right now, um, spending a couple of weeks with the team. What kind of effect does he have on these guys? And, and I know he's talked about the fact that while he's there helping out, he doesn't really want to be a coach in the future, a coach long term. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, that, that's not. Uh, he just, you know, what he loves to coach. The, the the essence of coaching, I think, you know, he he can do that. He just doesn't want to pack his bags and live his life on the road like he did, you know, for twenty years and uh, twenty plus years. You go back to the minor league days. Um, you know, he's content with his life the way it is now, uh, being around his kids on a consistent basis. He's moving back to Atlanta, um, and. You know, I, I think that in the future he, you can see him as a front office guy. But what is very unique about Chipper, and you've heard it in a lot of sports and baseball especially, is you know some of the greats aren't able to be good coaches because they don't know how to explain things. Chipper does not fit that mold. Chipper I have seen, whether it was Adam LaRoche, you know, Brian McCann, so many different guys have benefited from the opportunity to, to listen, sit down and talk hitting with Chipper. He's able to break it down and, and see things in guys' swings. Uh, and it's not just kidding. I mean, this guy is one of the brightest baseball guys I've ever been around. And I don't want. And I, when I say baseball guys, I don't want to limit that because this guy's pretty smart all the way around. Uh, but but to, to talk baseball, uh, it's almost impossible to walk away from a conversation with Chipper without learning something because he sees things that other people don't. And uh, you know, it's really a benefit to have him around, not only to be around the minor leaguers, but there's a lot of young guys in this, you know, on the big league team right now that that are going to benefit from 
having him here the, the final weeks of camp, and uh, he says it'll be a turner field at least once per homestand throughout the regular season. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be great for the, the the young kids to to be able to pick his brain because, like I said, he has a unique ability to be one of those superstars who can uh, convey his wisdom to others with them, you know, in a manner in which they can understand. This has been the Braves edition of MLB.com Extras. Mark Bowman, thanks so much. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.